with Nat and Maika. We're in a North Philly library. We share stories, books, and discussions of all subjects while inviting others to do the same in hopes of connecting, inspiring, and uplifting one another. Hey, welcome back to the Urban Living Room Podcast with Nat and Maika. Hi, guys. It, we miss you. I know, it's been a long, <laughs> long, long, I, we out of, we out of, we out of rhythm, everything, y'all. So rhythm, just be with of pocket, us. Yeah, of- we trying to get back into the rhythm of this, but we have an amazing, beautiful, bomb, all that guests, like always, like, <laughs> oh, this Y'all, we is just like amazing. I keep, I'm telling y'all, like, we are, when I say we, I'm talking about all of us. We just mm-hmm. like some amazing people, and I just really want us to know that. But anyway, we got an uh, amazing guest, Grimaldi Bayes. Um, Grimaldi is in the building. Stop next. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only playing. I'm not. But yeah, so we always joke. But yeah, Grimaldi is um, an artist. He's an activist. He is stylish. He be just like coming in here with stuff. I'm like, all right, Grimaldi. Mm." And your name really does ring bells, though, because I knew (laughs) you before I knew you, but I didn't know, you know, it was you, but I hear your name everywhere. Okay. So, but yeah, but yeah, so we're gonna let Ramadi say a few things about himself and then we're gonna get into it. Your favorite subject, me. No. Yeah, right? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think Ramadi's the Aries. Yeah. All y'all Aries out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can give you a little bit of background because I, okay. I didn't fill out the uh, background form, so I can yeah. kind of freestyle it here. Okay. Um, See, uh, well, I was born in Puerto Rico. I was born mm-hmm. in Yabucoa, Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my homeland. And um, I've lived in the States for, uh, wow, since I was maybe six years old. So mm-hmm. about the first grade when I, mm-hmm. when I came here. And I would have spent my summers with my grandmother mm-hmm. in, in Puerto Rico. So it was an important mm-hmm. um, experience for me to stay in touch with my family because mm-hmm. most of my family lives mm-hmm. still lives there. It was just my mom and dad who came here. Oh, so we wow. came here looking for work. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't come here for the weather or... Uh, <laughs> but we came here looking for, mm-hmm. for work and we lived in Massachusetts. So we moved to uh, like a small industrial town in Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. And um, there were a lot of like working class people there. There mm-hmm. were a lot of Cambodian people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a lot of white folks, of mm-hmm. course, 
and yeah. um, there were a few other Puerto Rican families, but it wasn't oh, like okay. a big, big Puerto, Puerto Rican, Rican community. community. Like Philly, right? No, it's not like no, it was not like Philly. Mm-hmm. There were there were more like Spanish speaking people from El Salvador, Guatemala, Mexico, so Central America mm-hmm. and South America. Mm-hmm. So when when I grew up around other Spanish speaking people or Latinx folks, um, they were they were not all Puerto Rican. There was okay. some were Puerto yeah. Rican, but many came from different places. Mm-hmm. So um, and uh, there there weren't a lot of black folks in Attleboro. There were a mm-hmm. few, but it wasn't like a major destination. Although it was like an industrial town, okay. it wasn't like one of the. Um, it wasn't a place where um, a lot of black folks came to mm-hmm. as like a. It's a factory town, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like an industrial center. Yeah. You know, where people came mm-hmm. to in the 70s and, and 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a, a other towns in uh, in Massachusetts, maybe like outside of Boston, okay. that had more, more of like a black presence, okay. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, my best my best friend was from Barbados growing mm-hmm. up. So, okay. so there were yeah. like, uh, like West Indian folks mm-hmm. in, in some of the... Um, cities around and, and my next door neighbor in the apartment across the hall yeah. was Bayesian and so we would go oh okay so we would go like yeah. we'd come across the hall you know we'd eat go there and eat like curry stuff and hang out you know and then they would come to my yeah. house and you know and we would eat and share food mm-hmm. and kind of share that like island culture, culture. you know mm-hmm. that oh, that's cool. life. yeah mm-hmm. uh, and um um what else can I do? Uh, You're an artist. I'm an artist. Yeah, yeah I'm an artist. Um, an amazing artist. Thank you. No, I'm serious. Thank you. Um, yeah, as, a, as an artist, my, my main interests are in really working with people and sort of mm-hmm. thinking about the kind of intersection of community organizing um, and and like art and what, what that means. Because mm-hmm. it's a complicated question. You know, yeah. a lot of people, I think, want to fill in the blank there like you know what is art Mm -hmm. well art is a mural or art Mm -hmm. is dance or art is music Mm -hmm. you know um but i think for me the way that i've developed uh, language around that art is first a way of thinking about things Mm -hmm. it's a way of thinking about possibilities right Mm -hmm. and about bringing together um uh, disparate things, things that don't seem like they go together in order to create uh, a sense of a new, of newness and a mm-hmm. sense of possibility, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, a question might be, um, you know, well, we want to paint a mural in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? Well, what does a mural have to do with, um, say, forming a neighborhood association? Right? Those two mm-hmm. things seem like they're separate, but they're they're both comprised of like labor and people, right, and mm-hmm. sharing and ideas, and, mm-hmm. and so if we bring those two things together, you know, we are able to address perhaps the, a need that mm-hmm. goes beyond like an aesthetic like um, beautification approach mm-hmm. to a neighborhood, and and we're also able to bring to an organizing process some kind of. Um, some kind of synthesis or some kind of proof of, of, of the care and the time spent together that, that can like ratify that 
that process of coming together, which sometimes when you're talking about community organizing, it can just, it can get caught up in like, well, I go to a lot of meetings yeah. and I beat my head against the wall all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have a lot of things yeah. going on in my life, but I, I give because I care about my people, people and I care about the struggle, yeah. you know. Um, and sometimes like when we look at things very separated ways, they, we, you know, we, we can burn out, right? We get tired. We don't, we don't, seeing things in a more, uh, integrated way helps us to see how we might like, feed energy back into processes. You know? mm. So those are just that's just like a, a, some ways that I, I kind of think about that. So I don't like to get caught up in just like oh well I'm a painter or mm-hmm. I'm a this yeah thing. yeah you know yeah. Um, yeah. But I do have formal training in like printmaking and mm-hmm. in graphic arts at mm. university. And I okay. had an opportunity to to. Uh, study in Rome for a little while oh, that was like exceptional really? you know, in my life I, I got paid to go back to graduate school um, that's like you know that's a, that's that's amazing that's a big yeah. deal especially yeah. graduate school yeah. a lot of people yeah exactly and debt like yeah. right yeah. so yes that's that's yes that's a blessing yes that's a blessing. yes and, yep, Temple University gave me that opportunity thank you Temple University <laughs> <laughs> they gave me that opportunity I mean it's he, but you know, it's interesting. I was I was invited to to come back to school and get paid to go back to school, and I qualified for a grant that I was called for the diversification of the professorship. Mm. Right, you want to diversify fellowship. it, yeah. mm-hmm. right? So it's, it's acknowledging, right? It's acknowledging that when you go into the halls of academia, mm-hmm. you know. Not Sometimes diverse. you kind of look around and it's, it's like, wow, these guys could be related. Or they all yeah. look like they could be kind of shopping at the same aisle. <laughs> I, you know, and they don't look H&M like me. Or like, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Nobody's yeah. joking like I am. But no, right, I feel you get that imposter syndrome. Yeah. yeah. You know. And when I went to mm. when I went to graduate school, I looked around and like, you know, a lot of the people of color that were there were there because of that opportunity, mm. right? And and it's like. It's wonderful. I mean, I got I got to go to Venice. Mm. Is that at um, Tyler? It is at Tyler. It's at, oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I recommend anybody who's, like, interested in graduate school and pursuing um, higher education in, in that realm and has, like, strong body of work, you know, and is, wants to take that step, Temple University has, and Tyler has that, um, yeah, the opportunity. That well, that's opportunity. good to know. Cause, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going to say because my daughter is she's an artist, and um, that's the the route that I thought of myself that would be the best route uh-huh. because they said they really need, you know, people. They need black people. Yeah, and they're giving out a lot of scholarships. I'm like, get the scholarship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it was so. interesting. Like they called me when I got in. They were like, yeah, blah blah blah. We want to offer this great opportunity. They're like. And if we understand correctly, you are of Puerto Rican descent, right? <laughs> that was like the only validation, right? You're like, you want to evaluate yeah, that. Right, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. like I'm light skinned, like, you know, yeah. I'll sit in the sun for a little yeah. bit. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah, because I remember when I first met Romaldi, I was like, I said, I was he was like, say. no. <laughs> I know, you know what I said. I, yeah. thought. I was, he was like, no. Yeah. I'm like, all right, but sorry. But do you get that a lot, though? Yeah, I'll, yeah. Even I, I'll go into like a well, they guy or something, you know what I mean? I'll, and I'll start talking. Or, to somebody yeah. like you know how much is the ice cream sandwich you know I like speaking yeah. to them in mm-hmm. Spanish and they'll speak to me in English you know <laughs> even after I speak to them in Spanish even after I say thank you what they'll still speak to me in English but it's like an instant thing oh, yeah. where it's like 
I may even be the same color as the person behind the desk. Yeah. You know, maybe they have like a tight fade and like a yeah. ball cap mm-hmm. and like, they have little <laughs> earrings and like, you know, their eyebrows connect to their mustache to their chin <laughs> and back around and you know, design in the back of that. You know I mean? They got something, some yeah. other way of signifying like that, yeah. you know what I mean? That kind of level of, of culture that they wear. And it, it just like bugs them out or something yeah. for a second. Yeah. But once I met you, I was like, oh, yeah. And then your work and... But let's let's start, too, also. So that was some background on Grimaldi. But um, so we want to change a little bit. So we always ask the guests, like, a book, a quote, a song. Yeah, some books, yeah. Um, that you have inspired you, you recommend. And then... You know, I got three books. Yeah. All right. I got three books. And <laughs> so... All right, the first book is the Popol Vuh. Popol Vuh. Mm-hmm. Popol Vuh is like a, it's a Mayan book and it's translated into, it's translated first into Spanish and now it's translated into many different languages. Okay. Can you spell it? So we P-O-P-O-L-V-U-H. Okay. Popol Vuh. And, and um, it's... They're Mayan stories about mm. creation and the universe, mm. the world, and the way that um, the world is organized. You know, according yeah. to like their like nature. Their, to, yeah, according exactly. I mean, everything. It's it's. There's stories about creation and life and and living and the gods and mm. human relationship to the spirits and. Um, oh, that sounds like a good book. Yeah, it's a, it's an important book because it survived a whole process of erasure and eradication and genocide mm-hmm. carried out by the Catholic Church and Span and especially the uh, Spanish priests that wanted to destroy the Mayan language you know, through the it was called the Inquisition. This process of mm-hmm. um, <coughs> using the church as law. <coughs> to essentially destroy it. And um, the books were burned. Mm. Anything in, in their language was was burned. It was considered a threat. They were afraid of... Um, I know what I'm saying, yeah. They were afraid of, uh, of, of language, and they thought the devil and magic and mm. all of these things resided in their in their books. And that the, they were so afraid of their ideas mm-hmm. that... Um, that they had to destroy their their language, so all like books wow. were collected into town centers and and burned, burned, and some had been translated by those very same people who were studying the language in order to destroy Boy. it. But in recording it, some of these books got dispersed. And yeah, got, got dispersed exactly. Wow. But see, when you say that though, they destroy <clears throat> it because they know it's power. I exactly. really believe that. Like if we were to get back into our authentic. Mm-hmm. It's so funny how it, it like it all goes back to that, right? Yeah, like like all of us, all these and all national yeah, cultures, all ethnicities. Na- we have these original beliefs <coughs> and rituals and mm-hmm. things, and I really believe that that is our birthright, but it also will allow us to be. Magical, like you understand what yeah. I mean. We would take back yeah. our power. We yeah. wouldn't be exactly living the way we living. Cause I, exactly. I just so I really believe exactly. that. Like yeah, and I think there's ways to to reclaim that power. I mean, we could talk a little bit mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Later. 
but I, I, I think that yeah. there are ways sometimes the pursuit of, of authenticity I mean like if we got mm. 23 and Me's done here like mm. we may share common ancestry yeah. and we there'll be places where it's divergent where we yeah. don't share common yeah. ancestry so like what is authentic yeah. you know it's like my Mongolian ancestor mm. authentic is mm-hmm. my African ancestor authentic it, you know is my Taino ancestor mm. authentic is yeah. my Norwegian ancestor authentic yeah, right, like right so finding like root and essence and understanding processes like um, what does it mean to be subjected to power in the form of colonization right what does it mean to challenge that how do we do those things those are complicated questions mm-hmm. and sometimes authenticity for me has led me into corners that are kind of dead ends like mm-hmm. my pursuit of like what is my Puerto, what is my authentic Puerto Rican self mm-hmm. look like you know I don't know like <laughs> there could yeah, be so many there could be so many things right because so many. Puerto Ricans are made up of many different kinds of people mm-hmm. it's not just three or whatever mm-hmm. people kind of talk about you know there are Italians there were French people there were black people there were native people and all those people got there in, uh, in different ways mm-hmm. some came mm-hmm. some were brought some were pushed out some fought right mm-hmm. some were enslaved some were murdered right there's mm-hmm. and, and so I'm made of all of all that. of it all that, in our DNA you know? mm-hmm. and so I think of my ancestors like I'm sure there's some not good ones in there right mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some that uh, don't yeah. need to be calling up yeah. you know what I mean yeah. and there's oh. some that give me strength and power, power. every day you know what I mean and there's some way of like there has to be some way of of kind of bringing all of that together and harmonizing that right? mm. and it's maybe a path of discovery I don't know right I don't I'm not claiming to like have the incantation on hand to like smooth all that over I don't know mm-hmm. it's my quest in life to like discover that you know? mm. but yeah so that was their book wow that was so that's Papu Vu okay <laughs> <laughs> The other, the other one is... Um, and I love the artwork on that book, too. I was going to say. I got that, yeah. that book I got in in Mexico. I was visiting a, a, a friend of a friend of mine, and mm-hmm. they have um, what are called um, tianguis. Tianguis mm-hmm. are like flea markets, oh. but very old. Like some tianguis may have been there for over 100 years. Mm. And they're massive markets. They're huge, huge. I'm talking about like from here to Germantown Avenue, mm, you know, wow. and from like Lehigh... I don't know, down to like diamond. I'm talking Damn. about a gigantic, gigantic space. And you can get everything from a toucan to a, you know, a ninja motorcycle and everything in between. <laughs> and okay. it, my friend works, that's mm. what he does for a living is he, he works in these different places. Mm. He brings things that he makes and he sells them there. Mm-hmm. And I went and he brought me to all of them, traveled with him. Mm. And so there's a rich tradition of reading and, and books, and just people had beautiful like books out, you know, and like and, you know people like to read. It's yeah. not just kind of like it's not like yeah. I feel like in our culture sometimes like reading and intellectual pursuits are seen mm. for like oh this person thinks they're bad or yeah. they're like mm-hmm. right. It was I like know. It, it was like a, it's a literary culture. Like it, people like to read and you can do it you know mm-hmm. and it ain't a thing and so yeah. so there were you would go to places and there'd be lots of comic books and different kinds of books mm-hmm. and you know so that's where I, I picked that up so the mm-hmm. book has a, a nice little story too mm-hmm. nice um, mm-hmm. and I think that's why art is important too like 
just it art tells stories like you yeah. know what I mean if if all of you know our books were burned the art will still yeah, be around yeah, you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. to tell stories just like you know just like yeah. in olden times yeah and just like oral tradition like passing yeah. down stories and you know yeah. interpret you know different <laughs> ways but that's the way of learning that's the way of expressing mm-hmm. um yeah there's a second book was uh, an indigenous people's history of the United States by this woman Roxanne Dunbar Ortiz. Oh, okay. And um, so that that book um, presents this um, perspective from different native nations mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. within uh, North America. North America, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sort of challenging mm-hmm. this kind of stereotype that like. You know, Indians are gone. Whatever, or yeah. Don't you know? Only exist in museums, mm-hmm. in movies. You know, but um, Native people are <coughs> alive, thriving. Yeah. Also resisting, also leading revolution and mm-hmm. political struggle, and um, also um, practicing. Um, very powerful traditions, mm. healing traditions, Ooh. medicine traditions. Uh oh. You know, people are alive. They're not just right. You know, because you do get, and I, I was selling that when I was saying how sometimes you go out to the Dakotas and they have like a yeah. boxing. Thing. Yeah. You were talking about the youth right. there, and um, because you know the perception, a lot of them is like they are native people on reservations and they have like the <laughs> alcoholism. Mm-hmm rate is high mm-hmm. the um illiteracy rate mm-hmm. like you know what i mean mm-hmm. because they've been put in these spaces that mm-hmm. are like mm-hmm. i don't know you can speak to more because you are actually they're sure. like constrictive but they still <laughs> have like they here you know right. what i mean i think that's a, yeah. a resilient thing like when i think about right. black folks like what happened to us even though we might be right. all these things going on with us right but we here and that's right. like that is a beautiful right. Right, right. So this, you know, this book talks um, about the. It's also a critique of like colonial settler culture, mm-hmm. right? Colonialism and and how that um, has um, affected uh, native <coughs> populations, how mm-hmm. that has traumatized native mm-hmm. people, um, and arguably also how. Um, Colonists are traumatized as perpetrators, which is different. Mm. It's different. It's not not to say that that trauma as a perpetrator and as a victim are the same thing. They're, they're not. They're not. You know. But um, say that it, again, Grimaldi. Though, so you said perpetrators are traumatized too. Right? Sure. Oftentimes, yeah. they themselves are the victims of mm. of trauma. trauma. Yeah. Okay. Of, of trauma, like yeah. abusers tend to have been, been abused. Yeah, yeah, right? that's true. Yeah, you know, and so like that plays out in different ways. You know, mm-hmm. culturally, you know, you can say, um, you know, perhaps even Christianity can be can be viewed mm-hmm. as a mainstream popular, but it can be viewed as a way as mm-hmm. a. Um, as a cultural traumatizing power like mm. Christianity spread through the Roman Empire throughout Europe mm. and destroyed many mm. indigenous like communities and, yeah. and cultures 
and grooming the burning yeah. of women, for example, throughout Europe. You know, the witch they trials. Witch, yeah, they were seen as witches. Right. Yeah. Well, the yeah. burning of the burning of witches was a was a way to destroy communities because the women who were matriarchs, who were right, the connectors, mm-hmm. who were the healers, mm-hmm. who were mm-hmm. you have to eliminate them in order to to be able to like conquer a space and, right. and people. Mm-hmm. Because they were also the ones who controlled property sometimes and controlled what happened in common grounds, common areas that Mm -hmm. were used. So, you know, in that way, I think, like, Christianity was a traumatizing force for, Mm -hmm. for people, you know. And what did, what did, where did the witch trials end? Oh, they ended in Salem, Massachusetts, and arguably haven't ended, right? They take Mm -hmm. different forms different forms today, right? The subjugation and, um, and the torture of women is not something that really, like, it's not, oh, yeah, well, we killed the last witch, we're all good yeah. now. You know, we, no, we, there are ways in which we, as let's talk about patriarchy, men have internalized that and carry it out in, mm. in this day, right? Mm. And so, I guess that's, that's, yeah. a, that's a way yeah. of, like, of yeah. kind of looking at I, I mean, I know that's true. A abuser has most likely been abused, but oh, yeah. when we look at, like, um, colonists and stuff, but... And that's why I say... Well, they have access to therapy. I'm talking about, like, mm-hmm. white folks, but yeah. we all need therapy, and sometimes most, like, more them than us a lot of times, like, because you are... Right. Something is not... You right. I mean, right. So, right. and... Right. Yeah. Right. We are redoing these things again and again and again. It's like... Right. Why we keep doing this stuff? Like, right. we not... Right. We're repeating. Repeating it. Like... Right. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. Also, what does it mean to have access to, like, care like that, right? To be able to say, like, yeah, I got to, you know, I'm going to go to therapist today. Therapy thinks that how much does it cost to sit in front of the therapist? A lot. From- 125 bucks, 100 yeah. bucks. Like, yeah. Sit there and... And work that out. And I'm, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I, you know, myself, like, the copays are high. I can't right. even afford the copay. Now, the copay right. for me would be like maybe $45 a session. Right. The bill was just getting too high. Right. Yeah, we don't. Right. So, like, how do we how do we do that? Well, part I think part of that that relates to like the subjugation of, of women and the kind of that idea that we were just talking about there, the destruction of communities and mm-hmm. um, and that that trauma is that we've externalized that we've taken that kind of care out of our communities. Mm-hmm. Now, I I think it's very important to say that if you if you want therapy and you need therapy in your life, you should seek it. And if you have the means and you can find it. Mm-hmm get it and do it Mm -hmm. but that process of caring was cut out from our communities Mm. and turned into this thing that we have to pay to access right once once you did that with somebody who maybe saw you grow up who Mm. understood you who could relate to you Mm -hmm. who could sing you know sing a song to you who Mm. could give you um, a meal who could touch your body in a way Mm -hmm. that would doctor you and fix you mm-hmm. you know and you believed because the, the healing and the power doesn't reside in that person that power is in you it is in you it exists in, in all things that person is just a conduit they're just you know they're maybe they're just moving a little thing out of the way mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they're not giving you something that you don't have right you know what I mean wow that's deep 
it's, but now we pay for somebody who studied you know, many years, 20 years of school, and you know they got some debt too, and they got a business that they got to run. They got to pay taxes, so yeah, they got to charge you 120 bucks to right. sit on that chair. And then it might not and then, be, and then the right like, person. You have to sometimes. You have to keep going until you find the right person that you know kind of gets you. Kind, you know what I mean. It's hard to find people that yeah. are can relate to you also. So you're paying for like That's right. <laughs> so you don't even know this. <laughs> this I think person. I think about my mom. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. my mom mm-hmm. you know, my mom came to the States and she was in her thirties. Mm-hmm. She had one child. She left a job. She had a job. She left to come here. And she never I always say my parents took off from Puerto Rico and they never landed. Mm. At my house you'd come home and like you put on the five o'clock news and it's the news of Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. It's snowing outside when uh. you're watching the weather <laughs> the beach report, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was just we never left. There's like a mm. part that never yeah. quite let go. My sister and I were, were more or less raised in a different way here and mm. so you know, better acclimated perhaps or between worlds easier mm-hmm. but my mother didn't have that my mom had a lot of challenges and she didn't she also just didn't relate to a lot of people when she came here because she mm-hmm. comes from a rural community and mm-hmm. so a lot of like puerto rican families who lived who lived in, in in our community had a more urban experience of life mm-hmm. and so there is there is a disconnect yeah there. Mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. it's different and mm-hmm. so <clears throat> you know my, my mom didn't immediately like relate and so you know for her like she felt very isolated her Mm. whole life you know she also sought therapy Mm -hmm. you know but like what you're gonna go talk to some like anglo guy some wasp you know white anglo-saxon protestant guy in massachusetts about like the sound of puerto rican you know what i mean like he doesn't. He doesn't know anything about that. Right. You know what I mean? It's like a waste of time sometimes, but I mean, until you yeah. find the right, until you find the right, right, place, right. Like, right. But I love that you and say that. And the like, people that are like that, you know, that you can relate to, are booked from now until next December. Yeah. Okay, I'm right. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like very few, like right. Yeah. But that's why I like the um, concept of like community circles like when we yeah. were going to that woman's circle in Germantown yeah. mm-hmm. and um, and being whatever specific population you know mm-hmm. all are welcome but you know we are focusing on this group or that group and you could just feel vulnerable to say some things that in other spaces that you just don't that's right mm-hmm. but you like it's like you letting stuff out like you gotta Mm-hmm. Let it out because right. this, we are piling stuff on like every day, and then you see it in the way we act and the way we treat each other. It's just the stuff that we gotta um, get out. That's right. And I think traditionally we used to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you know. Right. We would get together, however, right. around a fire, whatever you might say, it was primitive stuff. But I think they were a lot more sound. I know they went through stuff than we are right now. I think all this technology and stuff, we are really like... Right. Yeah, like life is hard on a farm. I mean, go farm for a day. Like, you know, life life is hard. Yeah, that's hard. hard. Mm -hmm. But you're moving, you're outside, Mm -hmm. you may be working with with somebody Mm -hmm. whose company you enjoy if you're there by choice, presumably, right? Yeah. You may, right, you build camaraderie and community around that work. Like, 
that's good. I mean, I might be at my house like working on my computer and I like want to jump out a window because like I have to answer like you know the 15th email today about a <laughs> meeting and setting up more emails so that the meeting can get done and yeah. just, and then you know I'm getting text messages to remind me to email somebody. Right. Just, like, <laughs> You know, and I feel like my neck just like gets all tense, and like I start to shrivel up, and like I start hyperventilating. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, right? Yeah, it's not good. You know, it's not. It's not. And it's like that freaks me out. You know what I mean? But I'm like, I I think like speaking in terms of time, like. I'm the I'm maybe one of the first people in my family to like have to do that. Mm-hmm. Before yeah. that, my family they were all they were farmers. Yeah. You know, as far as like I I know, yeah. they were outside moving, working, and like yeah. you know what I mean. I'm the yeah. first one that's dealing with like a, with emails all day, right. like, <laughs> sitting there typing. You know what I'm saying? This is new, like like genetically, right. you know, my ancestral memory coming through. Like it's not about any of that. Right. <laughs> you know I mean? They're like, boy, you better. I don't know. I can't help you. Like, I don't know what the hell this is. Like, freaking out. Yeah. Like, we'll get back to you. That's, That's why sometimes I just like you. Just gotta turn it all off. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you just gotta say sometimes, and I'm just like. He, yeah. Even here in this yeah, space, like, yeah, I don't I answer all my emails, and I want to be I known know. as the person that They're doesn't not. always yeah. answer. Just walk over to me and yeah. tell me something. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I have. Uh, uh, you get a faster response. I work with uh, my partner, and I sometimes collaborate on projects together, mm-hmm. and sometimes we're on the same email thread, and <laughs> she'll ask me, "Oh, did you read the emails?" I'm like, "No, I haven't." Thirty-five emails. Right. You know what I mean? Like they don't. I try to like explain like what my aversion is to that, but I, I I don't like words can't quite explain the panic I feel when I see like a list right. of thirty-five messages back and forth. I just don't yeah, understand yeah. that. Yeah, I'm like when I that one day I was out yesterday and I came today and I told you I'd be like, right. <laughs> Like, yeah. And then when you and don't, I'm going to pick and choose with people names like, well, you know, I ain't even clicking on it. And you go back, back to yeah. it. Forget about it. If you yeah. take a break, a one day break, two day break, yeah, and you go back saying. to you got to catch up on yeah. stuff. And it's like, yeah. oh, my God, it's, yes. it's just too far out now. Yes. Like, what, what did you want me to know about the emails? Yeah. <laughs> I lost my phone uh, like two years ago. Like I, I lost my phone. I don't know what happened. Just oh, wasn't it the best? I lost my phone. Now. <laughs> yes. Like, ah, oh God! Like I had all those photos on there, and like all those phone numbers, and like all those emails, and all those bills. Like, forget that phone. I hope that phone. Hope that phone's being slow to run over. It's drowning, and nobody's there right. to help it. I was, right. like, I was like, done. And somebody hit me up. Was like, hey, like, I have an old phone. You want? You want to use that? You can actually. Mm-hmm. I was like, no. <laughs> old phones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I heard birds today. Right. Oh, I heard a bird. I, I like, I crossed the street and I looked both ways. Right, and, right, right. Yeah. I know, yeah, because people be on their phones yeah. not yeah. crossing yeah. the street. You're about yeah. to die. Yeah. You're about to die. Yeah. You're about to die. Yeah. I was like, I was at the bus stop I talked to somebody. You know what I mean? Oh, like, oh, there's man. people out there. There's people on the train with you every day. That is so funny because I'm like in between. I'm making a switch from Sprint to T-Mobile. And when I tell you, it feels so damn good. Like, 
you know, like, yeah, just for a little while. I'm going to get one, and it bothers everybody else, but not me. Like, yeah, it's gonna, yeah. So eventually, you need a phone because, like, your partner, your kids, and all that. You know, you gotta okay, 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 okay. Let me just enjoy this for right now. I was like, man, I remember being a kid. I'm 36 years old. I remember, I remember being like 12 years old, 15 years old, and like. Calling my friend, saying, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm coming to your house. I'll be there. Right. I'll be there at three. You know, right. or like, like you know, let's go to the mall. I want to meet at the mall. It's like, yeah, let's meet at the mall. Okay, we're gonna meet at the mall. I'll see you there. <laughs> and then you just went, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You went out. Yeah. You got on the bus. You took the bus to the place. Right, right. You got off." And you showed up, you know, in front of like Johnny Shake Shack, whatever it is you went, and like. There they were. <laughs> also, they also did the right. thing that they, they said that they were, were going to do. do. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, and today you just so be like, funny. wait, what? <laughs> I mean, I, I work at the university. I teach, I teach classes and stuff. And like, you know, I tell my students, hey, we're going to meet at this place. And they're just like, ah, what are you, I have to do what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you have to get on this train. <laughs> you don't have to, it's not the Flintstones, you don't have to like pedal the train. Oh god, the, tra- my neck hurt. the oh, train's man. gonna move you through space and time and drop you off at another location. And then you're gonna will your able body right off the seat and get to this place. Oh, and god. I'm gonna be there at that time. It's gonna be crazy, it's gonna blow your mind, but I'll be there. <laughs> I'm getting messages like, oh, you know, I was, I was like, what? Like, everything happens, you know what I mean? I was like, I'm like, okay, whatever, it's fine. If that's, that can't happen today, that's cool, too. Oh, like, God. You know what I mean? Oh, man, that's fine. Uh, like, I come from a world where, like, you know, you, yeah. you agree to do a thing, and sometimes it works, sometimes it didn't. Yeah. It's all right. It's, yeah, it's not the end of the world. Right. You have to have a you have to panic text attack. Me six times yeah, on the way there. Like, I stepped on a cracker, and it <laughs> crackled loudly, and I was startled. And, and the light turned red. I'm going to be four minutes late. Oh, God. Oh, like, that's essential information for me. Right. <laughs> how much radiation did I dispose my brain to by putting the phone right. in my ear? Like, how much, you know what I mean? How much energy did I use? How much frustration <laughs> searching for, you know, I had to unlock the phone. It's like, get out of here, man. Just show so up. That's the thing, because we've lost a lot of stuff, too. Like, just. Like, like common sense stuff too sometimes like yeah. I, I think like yeah. it's just like wow I don't, I don't even that's know that's just a very true serious thing yeah you just lost things how to nah, do I, stuff I, I lived when I went to school and I lived in, in Rome I had to live in Rome for a year it was a fantastic opportunity <laughs> and it it's it was really interesting seeing like Anglo-American folks mm-hmm. coming from here with their phones and their time and their schedule and all of that and show up to Rome mm-hmm. where there's 30 clocks and they're all set to different times. Oh, they're all set to different times. They know, they're all broken. Everything's broken. Nothing shows up on time. No bus, no train, nothing. Every It's perfect. It's like... Are you serious, Romaldi? Yeah. Because you know they got a thing about CP time. You ever heard that yeah, color people time? Yeah, yeah. That we always Island late? Time, yeah. Indian time. So yeah. you see it in Rome, they... Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's magic. It's... I, th- I think it... 
they've tricked us you see they want us to like think that we're the exception like oh yeah you know so you guys have a problem don't show up so you have yeah. to have your island time your mm-hmm. Indian time your you know, people of color time black people time whatever it is it's like no you're the only tight ass here who's showing up on time and shit like you know what I mean like your fortune depends on it oh my god no because then that's stressful too but yeah. I mean I've now gotten into that because, you know, you got to be here on time, right? You know what I mean? But it's like my biological clock really does not... So it's a conflict. It really gets me. So then when people do come in late, I'm like, ooh, like, you know what I mean? But it's something I've been trained to, like, why do I have to be on time? Right. Like, what's going to happen if I'm not on time? Like, seriously. Oh, see. Is it going to blow up? Like, start that on Monday. The next time you ask me why I'm late... (laughs) Don't ask her that. She's a liar. She's lying. It depends. If but, you're like a surgeon, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, then they get. Yeah, yeah. Because like, that person's life depends on it. Yeah. <laughs> you, need a, you need this tumor removed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get those clocks as I'm hungover. Like, I'm staying in bed today. It's like, no, man, you need to be sober. Get on time to get this thing out of my head. Yeah, I'm so it is life and death situation. But yeah. other stuff, when it's like... You know, yeah. it's like because that gives people a lot of anxiety too, yeah. Yeah. and sometimes shit does happen. Like, yeah. like today my car was just not working. Luckily, he yeah. I could borrow his car, but some stuff it seems like to certain groups of people, especially when you don't have a lot of resources, shit yeah. is always happening, That's and right. you gotta be here. He's like, right. oh my god, god, are you serious? Why yeah. today? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm gonna come in late again, and they gonna be like, yeah. Yeah. but something really did yeah. happen. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That gives people. Yeah. So that time thing, I like that you say in Rome. Yeah. They be coming in when they come in. Yeah. They are the kings of that to the max. Oh yeah. It as was far fantastic. as like, but as far as like what, like coming to work? Everything. Late and everything. Okay. Well, perfect. All I'm moving to Rome. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get in there. They're, they got a little mix in there, but they're, they're pretty, you know, when they come here, they qualify as white, and so it's like. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna start saying like I'm on roll time. Fantastic. I'm on roll time. I'm on roll time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Leave me alone. I'm on roll time. Okay. Right? Right. Please. Talk to them. Talk to your people about it. They already told me that this is this. It's roll time. Okay. Exactly. So let's stop it. Yeah, but it's like I'm just gonna have my coffee. Like, yo, but we got my coffee. <laughs> I'm like, bro, that's like a, you know, how much coffee is that? It's like, that's not like that. That's like a dumpster, so that's coffee there. It's like, talking about like a little coffee. like Told you. Like a shot glass of coffee. And that's why I started getting the smalls. I was just talking about this with them yeah, the other day. Right. Like, because in all of those other places, the coffee cups are like, yeah. <laughs> they were looking at me like, I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> But oh, I'm yeah. like, we drink way too much yeah. of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. But I'm, I'm not yeah. called, but you And that's when you were talking about, like, the larges. Yeah, like, like sodas now. Like, no, 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 smalls. Yeah, the smalls yeah like, when you go to these stores, like, fast food, they be like, small, medium, large. And I be like, small, thinking it's going... This thing is like <laughs> yeah. 32. I'm like, that's a small? Like, yeah. well, what's the large? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. are you serious? Like, 
Man, yeah. when they showed me that small, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah. And you want to see why we also, too, are also a diet and stuff, too. We just yes. too wired. We just too yeah. strung out. We strung out. It's we crazy. Strung. I recently stopped drinking coffee. I'm a Puerto Rican. We're coffee people. Mm-hmm. We're family. Group coffee. Mm-hmm. We're coffee. Like, coffee is in this. And but I, I was working some doing some construction work and I got in the habit of drinking like a big thing of coffee multiple mm-hmm. times throughout mm-hmm. the day because it yeah. gets you bumped and you're like ah, you yeah, feel it's like a you can do thing, everything right? is it a mind thing or does it really I don't know coffee is a drug it's a good drug and it helps it gets me going it, it makes you like the second cup gives you more energy too it depends. I think it you get used to it, and your body can mm. kind of just like, oh, okay. you know, just it, it, yeah, it just, starts to yeah. work in reverse. You could just yeah. exhaust your body. Oh, you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. So I've kind of right now I've kicked it. And I'm just like I'm back to like a little tiny little, have one little cup in the morning. Yeah. You know, I don't drink other things. Maybe with caffeine throughout the day, a little bit of tea or something like mm-hmm. that. But well, that's what I'm trying to do too. Like this yeah. is I had a little coffee this morning. This is a tea. Right. A biscuits tea. Yeah, yeah, but, no, it's good. But coffee is like a coffee. It's a, it's a medicine, right? Mm-hmm. It is like it's a power plant. It, it has mm-hmm. tremendous power, mm-hmm. and it. I mean, you can do many things with that. Right? Mm-hmm. You can cook with it. Right? Mm-hmm. You can drink it. You can, mm-hmm. you can eat it. You, know? you can put it as a face what kind scrub, of coffee skin do you drink? scrub. <coughs> like, do um, you make at home? I, <laughs> I have, well, on good days. We have family from Puerto Rico send mm. coffee here. Oh, no, because I know, okay. yeah, you said like Puerto Ricans, and they, they drink some, they have some good coffee. But honestly, around here. I yeah. know. I get the yellow, <laughs> I don't know what it really says, but it's like a yellow and red pack. I get that on the market. Uh, Shop Jack right. Call, Jack call. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, like a Spanish brand. I don't know where. Where's it yellow? Uh, Bustelo? Yeah, that's yeah, what I get. Mm-hmm. And that's the, like the best they have, I guess, over here. Yeah. <laughs> Bustelo is like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. they mix a lot of other a stuff, stuff into their coffee. There's yeah. small yeah. farms on the island that mm-hmm. make like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like authentic, like the real... Yeah, the good, good stuff. The good stuff, yeah. And you only need a little shot of it, right? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's good, it's really flavorful, and it's mm-hmm. like, you you can't drink a whole thing like that. If mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. Down <laughs> <laughs> so that was that one but we was only on the second book see how they just like right, all this right. this is see this what happens we just get to talking alright and the third book is uh, Manifest Destiny by um. Anders Stevenson and um, um that's a, that's a that's a real interesting book. I think ties in, into all of these things, but it, it's really like the origin of the idea of like American exceptionalism. Mm. You know that that the, the, the trajectory of of this country is actually something um, that was set and preordained by God, mm-hmm. right? I've heard that. And um, it it's actually culmination of of, uh, of an ideology, of a way of thinking, mm. a way of, of seeing seeing the world and a justification for the expropriation of land and the subjugation of black bodies mm-hmm. right? murder murder exactly rape exactly exactly all the and things you can go to jail for now yeah 
Because there you go to jail yeah, for all of that stuff. Yeah, some people go to jail for all that stuff. Right. But I think was it the Protestants that came and it was like, this is my manifest destiny. And all, to me, when I first learned a little bit about that, I was like, that's being very audacious yeah. to mm-hmm. say. Right. That creator picked me to have all this shit. Right. Right? That's that's right. what it, right. you know, that's how I interpreted it. Like, right. they very audacious people. Like, right. and sometimes be like, some of that people should have about themselves, like I'm audacious and I deserve abundance. You understand right. what I'm saying? They right. they took it a different spin right. on it, right. taking lives, yeah. enslaving people. Yeah. But they believe that yeah. you know, creator said, right, this my shit. Right, I deserve this. Not yeah. you, not right. you, right. me. Right, and this is what I'm going to do to make sure. Right. That is my destiny. Right. Do you understand how audacious and how bold that is, though? Yes. Right. And I can see the disgust yeah. on your face. Yeah, right. Right. But it's also, it, it's an important part of understanding the development of capitalism. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, manifest destiny becomes a, um, a good reason to expropriate land, right? To exploit land, to exploit bodies. Exploit people to enslave people to deem some people as other, some people you know as savage and, yeah, and less not worthy. No, worthy. And in 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 doing so, you know, creating tremendous amounts of wealth for a select few. Right, mm. that wealth which exists today, which this entire this country is is built on. Right, Argu- mm. arguably, many many wealthy capitals throughout the world mm. are built on that. Right, because mm-hmm. you can say. You know, for example, you know, go to um, you know, places in Northern Europe and tell all these people all have health care, all mm-hmm. have like, you know, socialism, they all get along fine, the trains run on time. Yeah. You know, the teachers get paid for time off. The mom and dad, you have a baby, you get a whole year off. Right. With pay. Right. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's great. Where did they get that money? Right. You know, they dig it out of the ground? No, they didn't mm-hmm. dig it out of the ground. They enslaved somebody else to dig it out of the ground. Right. Many of those countries had colonies in Africa, mm-hmm. right? Many of many of those countries had colonies in, uh, in, the in the Americas and yeah, all yeah. over the world. And they didn't go into the hole in the ground to dig the gold out. Mm-hmm. They put chains on somebody else to go through that, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, yeah, they have that money today because they forced somebody else to dig it out for them, right? In many ways, and um, so manifest destiny is like one of those things that's really important to understand because, in many ways, it's still it's still with us today. Mm-hmm. A lot of the language of manifest destiny is still with us today. You know, for example, in the military, right? Going, you know, there's a lot of terminology that comes from the time of like the Indian Wars, the so-called mm-hmm. Indian Wars, right? Um, where you know they would be in hostile territory. Or you know, this person's gone native mm-hmm. or off reservation, or right? there's these these terms that come from from that time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you know, the reservation itself is is a system of control. It's it's yeah. a um, it's a concentration camp. It is mm-hmm. a, it's a definition of what a concentration camp is. You know, mm-hmm. Jews are not the only people who went to mm-hmm. concentration camps. You know, mm-hmm. concentration camps was a military strategy. You know, you encircle people and you put them in there and you control their food and water mm-hmm. and you know, you, you can slowly torture them until they give up. Mm-hmm. You know, that was done to the Japanese. Mm-hmm. You know, that was done to black persons in this mm-hmm. in this country. That was done to Native people. Mm-hmm. And those very reservations 
Newport once, Camp Four Six Nine, whatever. You know, that was that was the name of that area. Mm. It was a, it was a camp. You know, and they were um, taken off of their land in because the uh, the government and settlers were in pursuit of gold, mm. in pursuit of land that they themselves wanted to exploit, ranchers, etc. Right. And the Lakota, for example, you know, were a group of uh, people who fought the government, you know, fought valiantly, and through a series of treaties, came to a, a kind of secession of arms. Mm -hmm. But they captured the American flag in battle, in the battle of the Greasy Grass or, or Little Bighorn, mm -hmm. which is, um, uh, it, it was a, a General Custer was, was, was the cavalry was defeated by uh, a band of Lakotas who captured captured mm -hmm. their flag. So you see them sometimes flying their flag, and, mm -hmm. and you think, "Wow, well, they're like real patriotic." It's like actually, it's a it's a gesture of like their enemy was captured in battle. That's why, they, in some cases, they fly the flag. Mm -hmm. um, and I've had the the, the privilege of visiting uh, reservation uh, Pine Ridge Reservation. Um, mm -hmm. I have a friend. Um, uh, Rick Graygrass, who's a council member, um, uh, uh, Wayland Black Crow, uh, Black Kettle, who's a, uh, another friend of mine, and um, um, Eugene Black Crow as well. And I've gone and, and visited um, with them and stayed in their homes and um, got to share a little bit about where, where I come from and, mm -hmm. and got to learn where, where they come mm -hmm. from. And we met in that way, you know, saying mm -hmm. like, you know, I didn't, I'm not a missionary. I don't come here to like mm -hmm. resolve your your problems. Like mm -hmm. I come here to understand common ground. You know, mm -hmm. and we're tied historically through pro through this process of manifest That's destiny. Destiny. destiny because in, in 2017 I, I had an opportunity to visit Pine Ridge, came to Philly, I was in New Mexico, and in um, and in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And in those places, I saw something very similar. You know, mm -hmm. similar. I saw a, a similar suffering, mm -hmm. right? And I saw also similar forms of resistance, mm -hmm. similar forms of thriving, right? Mm -hmm. And what that led me to think was that there must be fundamental underlying kind of forms there, right? Mm -hmm. Fundamental underlying similarities in the pattern of design of exploitation, mm -hmm. right? colonialism, right, racism, right, yeah. so like all of that kind of exploitation in all these different ways. It's very similar, it affects us, mm. but we also resist in similar ways, mm. in common ways, and we resist in different ways. And in those different ways, that's what we come to understand when we sit at a table and we talk like this, mm. horizontally, right? Like, I want to I want to share with you where I come from yeah. and I want to hear where you come from and together we come to an understanding about what is mm -hmm. I don't come here to bring you an understanding you don't come to tell me what's up mm -hmm. right together mm -hmm. we discover what's up in dialogue you know mm -hmm. and I learned I learned that in um, by in exchange um, with with those folks and with many other folks that I've had the opportunity to sit with you know mm -hmm. um, but this idea of manifest destiny ties all of those places together. Yeah. There's a man named General Nelson H. Miles. General Nelson H. Miles was was present in, in, in the administration around what's called the Wounded Knee 
massacre. I've heard of you. That was Andrew Jackson was the president. Was that Andrew Jackson? <coughs> uh, I think it was Grant. Who was okay. President. Larry Jackson was something. Yeah, Andrew Jackson was a whole other, yeah. whole other, yes, degree of trouble and scumbaggery, but. <laughs> But, um, but General Nelson H. Miles is a, is a person who, who was this veteran uh, of the Civil War. He um, spends time um, working as a um, as, as a leader in the Indian Wars. He's, he's essentially a, a, a person whose military strategies were used to capture Native people and to, to quell the guerrilla warfare that mm-hmm. people were using to resist. Um, and, and he's reappears. He's, he also appears in uh, the capture of Geronimo and mm. uh, down south. And he also leads the invasion of Puerto Rico in 1898 mm. and makes landfall in, in Guanica. And mm. it's, I wonder what that looked like through his eyes, mm. you know? To get off the boat and see like more brown folks, People, yeah. right? To see more, right? It's just it must not be that different. Right. I wonder what people think when they come back from Afghanistan, come mm. from Iraq, you know, mm-hmm. and they're here yeah. and they see brown faces, right? Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. see Muslim folks, right? And and you know, do they see hostilities too? Oh, right? That's interesting. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. even though they're American, when right. you come over here, but right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you know those people that become police officers, they become oh. security guards, they become right. Right. They they become administrators of law and order in our communities. You know, mm-hmm. and we're treated as hostiles. We're treated as right. Yeah. <clears throat> Insurgents, right? right? As the dangerous ones. Well, it's we've inherited that. That's a trauma. Right? We've inherited that from that cycle of war. Mm-hmm. They see we trigger their fear. They see fear. You know, us got it all mixed up wow thank you for that Grimaldi that was very well put yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, no thank thank you and I just wanted to say like it reminds me of something my my friend my Nigerian friend said to me he said he said sometimes when you sit with people a teacher shows up Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and he said well what's the teacher sometimes I was that ever talk about something and then somebody asks you hey say that again and you can't remember mm-hmm. it's like it's because it ain't you it's a yeah. teacher right so like for us mm-hmm. to sit here mm-hmm. to think about things like yeah. that it's it's all of us making yeah. that making sense of that mm-hmm. right and, and yeah. it shows up but it's like I don't you know yeah. I mean I don't drive around like thinking like that it only happens <laughs> when we're together you know yeah so but that's yeah, why this kind so, of dialogue is good. Yeah, I, I, that's why we try to do it. Because it, I know it nervous is me, and it's like I'm not as crazy as I think I am because I know certain things. It's like, I mean, I just don't think, I tell this, it's like a broken work record. I just don't think life is supposed to be this hard and this stressful. I just don't, I don't believe that in my soul. I just, I, I believe we were here to really do a purpose. Mm-hmm. Be our best selves and go back in that dirt and and leave something that we you know what I, I don't I don't think we we're here to be chasing money all the time we be tired and just you know what I mean on edge I just don't believe it was set up that way mm-hmm. I, I don't mm-hmm. this is a man construct man made construct mm-hmm. the way we are currently living it's mm-hmm. just a, I believe the earth is abundant created creators abundance. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So it was enough for us to eat. You know, like whatever your trade, your passion is, you learn it, you work on it, and you mm-hmm. do that, you barter, you trade. But this getting up at a certain time, getting your kids to school, now your kids is learning to be on edge. You know, in the morning, like I'm like to my son, get up, come on, let's. You know what I mean? That's that's weird. Mm-hmm. I sent you that video on that girl on Instagram. Like I'm tired of this. Who made this up? Like, <laughs> you gotta look at the video. She lied. I, 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 I can't I can't do it you understand what yeah. I'm saying yeah. it, she said this don't make sense like right. I need people to make sense of this to me because it just right. don't it just don't feel right yeah. it just don't feel right and I would hate to die and go in the dirt and no. feeling like this all my no. life it no. gotta be something better my friend my friend said something my friend Black Cuddle he said something that um, I also heard echoed in when, when I was when I was young, younger years ago I had read about John Africa and mm. move yeah. before I even lived in mm. Philly mm-hmm. and talk about natural law mm-hmm. right? and say, well, there's natural law and there's man-made law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Make up all kinds of laws and there's the natural the natural law. And, and somebody asked uh, John Africa, well, what's that? What's natural law? Mm-hmm. And he would lean in and he would go, <laughs> slap somebody's face and close to their face and they would wince, they close their eyes. They see somebody tell you to wince. No, nobody told you to wince. Your body responded to protect itself instinctively and close its eyes. It's natural law. You know, your body responds. We all have, like you said earlier, we have what we need. We already were born with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like when you said we was, you talk about the therapy, you talk, it's a conduit, like you said, but it's already in us. Like we have everything we were supposed to have when we are born. Right. But then we get this stuff where... It's just all twisted up. Right. And I don't even know if it's going to get untwisted at this point. I don't like to be a pessimist. But I'm just saying, because there's too many interests and agendas, and there's people who are tied to it, like Manifest Destiny, and people ain't letting stuff go. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. they comfortable. A lot of people are comfortable. Right. And right. what the hell would you? You better right. chase that bag right. or right. die trying. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Because mm-hmm. right. I'm not giving you mine. But I'm not doing we, also, it. we also have, perhaps, I mean, I, I, like, I think, you know, we can make some choices in some places, and sometimes that counts, mm-hmm. you know. And I think, in, you know, in in believing that we have a deep knowledge that resides within us that does not come from outside, mm-hmm. but that lives in our bodies, right? mm-hmm. and we learn. We also learn, we don't just learn in our heads and in a cerebral way. Your body's recording information through the senses all all day, all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you're catching looks. You may be standing at the bus and you can feel somebody's eyes on the back of your head. I know I can. Right? <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> right? That's, <laughs> well, that's because you're famous. I mean, that's a different, that's a whole different burden to bear. It's just, uh, right? I can feel it. Celebrity, you know. But, Man, I'll tell you. But we, have, but we have that and how like how do we get together and claim that how do we get together and encourage us to remember that right to say like this is how we're going to practice that you know and to make up ways of, of doing it you know you, you don't always have to like rely on somebody else's system mm-hmm. of doing it how do we how do we remember mm-hmm. how do we get together and tell a story about a thing through mm-hmm. something else through an object through we all have that capacity to do that mm-hmm. you know what I mean 
and tap that knowledge that exists like in our bodies. There may be a deficit. You may not. You may live disconnected. You may realize that. But that's also knowledge and knowledge mm. of a deficit, understanding that you know you you grew up separate from you know people who respected that, or you grew up right disconnected yeah. from your traditions and, and, and the culture. Well, y'all, mm, we always like. I'm telling y'all, this is how we be ending. Like these, I mean, these these conversations. I mean, like they are like beautiful. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. Well, because we got get you know. Getting back to work. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, first, before you get back to work, so. I thought we were about to get started and start talking. <laughs> Yeah. I wish we were right. Well, okay, I brought, I brought some stuff that I want to share with you, okay? Oh, y'all can't see this, y'all. But Rod is so nice. I brought y'all some stuff. So this is a oh. quarter pound of some OG Kush. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's <laughs> taking it out. He's taking it out. He's it out. out. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's going. Yeah, <laughs> it happened. I wanted to bring some <laughs> some gifts for you. Thank you, Baldy. Maybe share a little bit about giving. Okay. And, okay, so this is an herb called mm. Chaka. Mm, spell it. Uh, I think Maybe it's um, C H I A K A. That's the oh, code. Um, it's a type of mint. Mm. It's a kind of mint. Oh. Um, and um, it's used as um, a cancer remedy, a cancer medicine. Oh. Called cancer medicine. Oh, wow. And I brought some sage as well, mm. also from my from my friends when I visit down there. And um, it's referred to as diabetes medicine. Mm. It's used to treat diabetes and it's mm. prayer as well right mm. it's like I'm not, I'm not talking about the molecular structure and whatever like you know yeah. oils in the plant I don't mm. I don't know about that yeah. mm-hmm. frankly yeah. you know, like, um, but in a prayerful way it's mm. it's used in, in prayers for for diabetes and for and for cancer mm. right and I thought about like how prevalent those diseases are in our communities yeah. you know mm-hmm. you think about that right mm-hmm. think about when we have, I know that y'all are into herbs, and we yeah. talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know? So think about how we use these things. Sometimes yeah. we inherit these systems of understanding plants that are like, you know, you, you want to find the mm-hmm. active ingredient yeah. the thing that's been proven to just shut, yeah. But there's also a kind of prayerful way of, of working with mm-hmm. plants, the intention with which you approach something and understanding mm-hmm. the, the people who are affected by that by a condition that perhaps you're trying to treat or, or a certain quality that the plant might mm. have, right? Like mm. um, thinking about other people who have cancer in these communities, thinking about other people who have diabetes and mm. why they may have right, those right, things, right? Yeah. Lack of access of treatment, lack of access of quality food, food right? Mm-hmm. And to sort of humble ourselves when we're mm. working with these plants and think about like, mm. you know, how do we how do we give? How do we enter into exchange and um, give of ourselves and, and support, and sometimes just in a prayerful manner, just you know, thinking about people, mm. trying to support people um, through the plants. You know, a simple gift like that can be a very 
um, beautiful and powerful thing. You know, that itself is a medicine. Wow. You know, oh, that's what was taught. So much. Mama. That's what was taught yeah. to me, and so. So nice. And this is beautiful. And then inside, it is. This is. I call it a hook. So this is just like um, this is like herbs and, and alcohol and used for like a rub. Mm. And this is really common. This is from Puerto Rico. And so some friends of ours made some, but I, I mixed it with mm, not good, so <coughs> I mixed yeah. it with um, some flowers that um, mm. were like collected from from Mexico, marigolds. Oh, I hear marigold is amazing. Yeah. 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 Smells good. Yeah, Flor de Muerto, too. They're called that. They're used in, in ceremony for Day of the Dead, which just mm, passed. Not too past, yeah. It just passed, and the old flowers, those yellow flowers, mm-hmm. those are the ones mm-hmm. that are used. And so when, when after the ceremony, those flowers are collected, mm-hmm. and they're, they're used and um, and turned into, into this. Mm-hmm. And it's a way of collecting all those prayers and all those blessings. Mm-hmm. And you have it for the year. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so so now we got it in this bottle. And I got it in a bottle for nine ninety five. I'm willing to sell it to anybody else who's listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get that bag. We gotta chase the bag. We still live in capitalism. We gotta chase that bag. All right. Nice. But I mix it with some plants from, mm. from Puerto Rico. It's plant they're it's called Marajeta. And I know plants that are used for to as pain remedies. Mm. These are all things that I learned also from. Just from observing from yeah. my grandmother, from my family. Mm, yeah. I don't have like a formal education in like, like herbs and herbs yeah. and plants, yeah. but I just I saw them used that way, mm. you know, and, and I just learned to do that. To do it. You know, and mm. to kind of give them to share it that way. Which I think is an important an important way sometimes. It is important. We mm. forget those that things. we forgot. We forgot all these powerful exactly. right. rituals exactly. that got our ancestors through a lot of exactly. stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You, can make, you can make a tea out of this. Mm-hmm. This you can make a, a tea out of the, this the is beautiful. Jacca. Look how purple. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, you can make a tea out of that. Mm-hmm. This will make like a gallon. Mm-hmm. It'll make a lot. You know? Oh, okay. And that, you can you can burn this or say you can also... Yeah. yeah, you can use it in many yeah. different ways. But we did say, I did learn that the sage now is getting um, overproduced. A lot, because you know, these people, yeah, 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 they yeah. got the money situations, yeah. they all are over, you right. know what I mean? Right. So it's getting, um, I forget the word, but not extinct, but you know what I mean? Yeah, people they, are. People just over. Right. Use another plant to do something, right. you know what I mean? Right. Because they, yeah, and that's right. not being thoughtful to the earth or right. to this specific plant, right? right? Just because mm-hmm. you say, oh, I'm a sage now. Right. But that's the end thing to do. Right. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. So we just have to be mindful of that. Yeah, exactly. Take what you're going to use and, yeah. you know, trust that it's okay. You know, you don't have yeah. to have a lifetime supply of like this. <laughs> right. Right. Come around again, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But that comes from, that comes from South Dakota. It comes mm. from South Dakota and, mm. um, you know, we're taken in and then yeah, permission in yeah. a good way. Good way. And that's it. It's there. It's bountiful and plentiful. Mm. It's a prairie sage. Mm. Gray grass mm. is called. It, just, it grows in a lot of places. Mm. You know, the idea is that you take and you leave the root. Oh, uh, so it can it. keep. Yeah, you mm-hmm. bring it. Oh, wow. Right. And there's there's a way in which, you know, giving, like when you take something like that, you give something. Mm. Even when you take a plant from yeah. the ground, you give something. Back. Yeah. A bit. Mm. Sometimes it's a little bit of tobacco, mm. you know. And, you know, sometimes 
I've heard it spoken of in ways that like women don't are exempt from that because women give all women the time, giving, all like giving on our nourishment, nature, giving yeah. life, mm-hmm. you know, giving blood all mm, the, all the time, all of the time, and so it's sometimes it's it's, it's specific to men who um, like have to take take and give. <laughs> not sure, but a lot of some of them take a lot. I don't like not <laughs> replenishing stuff, right? And so. here's this is some some incense from from Puerto Rico from a friend of mine who who made some. I totally forgot what they are exactly, but oh, so these are but incense. These, yeah, these are the incense sticks of a good friend. And of see, Natalie is all about smells and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I like, but she really loves loves incense. Mmm, nice. Very calming. You see how these look different from the other ones? Yes. These are thinner, and I'm like, now I'm like, is that you a real made it? You know, they're like, like yeah, they're like rolled. Mm. They're like rolled. Oh my gosh, Maybe pressed into like so a Don't this smell? Yes. Uh, I like this at my desk, and I'm just like, walk over here. <laughs> thank you, Grimaldi. Thank you I'm so, so like this was just special. Yes, I'm so glad you came. No, I'm thank so you, so thank you all for inviting me. I think this is this little microphone. I think this is an important tool. You know, yeah. it's important for to have different voices come through here. Mm-hmm. And you know, I know it's a lot of work to like, edit yeah. all of this and yeah. invite and make sure. That, because we have gotten so much reception and we didn't think it would be but I mean stories are powerful so why right. would we not think that people would be okay with doing it game yeah. to do this so we just think like as always you know we tell y'all we great, Nat great, I'm great, Ramaldi's great, we all great, we all, it's all inside of us. The day we come out of our mothers, um, it's our, our birthright, and we're going to be all right. I mean, I really, we're going to be all right. So, thank you again, Ramaldi. <laughs> thank you. So Anything you want to leave the people with? Yeah, I just, um, I, in this act of giving mm-hmm. to you, I want to recognize all the people who gave to me that mm-hmm. made this mm-hmm. this gift like, mm-hmm. possible. And I think, um, first to name them, my, my friend um, Black Kettle, um, my friend Rick Graygrass, mm-hmm. um, my friend uh, Eugene Black Crow, um, my friend Shua, and... Uh, a good friend of mine in Tarzan. Mm, okay. <laughs> uh, just a lot of families and wonderful people uh, that that I've that have gifted me medicine. Mm. I want to gift that to mm. all of you and, and to think about how we may continue to pass that forward and give, you know, we make this T4 and share. Mm. And maybe you'll remember some of those people's names, you know. Thank y'all, all of, all of y'all. I, I hate when I talk sometimes. But no, seriously, thank Everyone that Grimaldi just said had something to do with these beautiful, powerful gifts. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Gracias. I'm, I'm working on my Spanish, like everything. No, seriously. Are they like I'm on um, thank social you. media, um, Instagram? Uh, uh, they're on. Some of them are on Facebook. Okay. So okay. yeah, they're more okay. like uh, yeah, they're more Facebook okay. fans. Okay. And um, this this season, we're just thinking about like oh, it's Christmas time and all that. I've just really been thinking about like. I already got enough shit. Yeah, I, I know. Mm-hmm. So 
some of these folks spend time traveling and they mm. spend time like taking care of other people mm. and they're older and, and yeah. they're here, so they don't have like an office job and a steady paycheck and mm. things like that um, my friend Rick Graygrass supports a boxing club mm. so you know I try to once and when I can get some money together to support the boxing clubs um, Lakota Boxing it's a youth mm. club um, my, fr my friend Shua and my friend Black Kettle, they spend a lot of their time in their communities working with sick people and people mm. in need, you know, so mm. sometimes they they call me up and they're like, hey, I'm traveling from point A to point B, like, you think, you, you know, can you hook me up some gas money or mm. support in some way, you know, and I do, mm -hmm. and I do my best to support totally. that, but I want to think about the mm. abundance that I have, the connections and the friends yeah. that I have, maybe little ways in which yeah. I can, like, you know, do things. So I just started, I set up this, um, started making t-shirts. There's I saw, t there's I nice t-shirts. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. It's the story. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, I, I'm, I'm a boss. I'm a boss. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like nice, they, they're nice yeah, shares. I it's saw cool. it. It's I like saw all it of that just goes to like, you know, whenever a little bit of like cash gets up, like I'll send them a little bit. Mm. It's nothing that I, I don't think they even know that I do it. You mm. know? Mm -hmm. I just kind of keep it like yeah. under the table and just, my way of supporting yeah. my community. Yeah. You know? That's so nice. Yeah. And we just That's need that. to be more like that. Yeah. Like, you know how much we can get done with just simple acts of kindness and mm -hmm. thoughtfulness? Like, because we're not millionaires and billionaires at no, uh, no yeah. point. But, like, that's why I try to support as many small businesses. Because yeah. I know it's a lot of work and intention and, like, yeah, so I try to... Yeah. And again, I'm not, I'm nowhere, I ain't rich at all, but I know. Right. And then you get it back too. There's right, a thing called right. karma, and it comes, you, you, you right. know, I'm blessed, and I really believe it, so why not share? Yeah, and it's not like we're all, I mean, I, just, I, I feel like I'm saying a lot of like nice things, and I sound like some like hippie guy or something <laughs> like that, but like, you know, I, I, I've met a lot of people who, who are in, um, who could, who have the power to do mm. work to help you heal and help you change mm -hmm. in your life because I've needed it, right? Because I've come, I've hit a wall in one mm -hmm. way or another and I've had frustrations and difficulties in my life. You know, I've been an asshole. I've been that mm -hmm. guy, you know, mm -hmm. lived yeah. with that for a long time, you know, and, mm -hmm. I've, and I've also learned ways of, of working through that and I can become that guy. It's not gone. Mm -hmm. like it's there. You know, and all that. Well, I'm not. Right? <laughs> Me. We are uh, all, all, all of everything. Right. We all of but our these ancestors. Help, you know? Yeah. And, and so. Yeah. That's all good. Thank you for having me here. Appreciate you. Oh, Thanks so much. Thank you for all folks listening. And yeah. You got anything else to say um, now? Um. No. Just okay. you know, I had a good time today. I learned a lot. A lot. Um, I know. This, was, God, thank this you. was amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you so much for coming. Always. Really I, I can't wait to go. You know, just re-listen to it again. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I know there's some things I missed. Like, yeah. Yeah. This was great. Right. Thank you. Great Grace ain't had the privileges MLK had a dream like this We fought hard just to make it here We lost it all but ain't losing fear My Great Grace ain't had a privilege